This is Morena Vacarin from Firefly and Homeland, and you're listening to The Break Room. Gasoline, high, five out, go out. <laughs> Raise the roof, what's up? This episode of The Break Room is brought to you by NSA, the new social networking site from the National Security Administration that allows you to notify the NSA and the world of your own suspicious messages before they hit the secret complex in Utah. Just ate a sandwich with, with Gaddafi? NSA, that shit. Just embedded a bomb in grandma's wig? NSA, that shit. Just go to NSHay.com and tell them the break room did not send you. So we don't want to be involved with your terrorist activities. <laughs> because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Special Mission Force. Its purpose to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the he world. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. The Break Room. The Break Room. Real American Heroes. The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark Dustin and Thomas. Welcome to episode 171 of The Brick Room. What a hot fucking week. <laughs> Not that hot yet. I believe the sweat on my balls has its own sweat. <laughs> if you think that's hot, just, just stay tuned for another couple weeks gonna say it's even supposed to get uh, like down to the 80s next week is it really it is <sighs> what a minor victory for this time of the year it's a major victory for this time of year it'll be yeah. a short-lived one coming to you well we're, we're lucky that we've gotten this very, far without hot breaking dallas, 100 texas. yeah <laughs> very hot dallas texas coming to you live from a very very hot dallas texas very very soul very, very, Hudson. very 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 it was the same day as uh, his real name is dan hunter <laughs> that's what, what important why because what happened to that voice? I don't know. That was early morning radio DJ voice. Yeah. Ah, his real name. Uh, his real name. Uh, his that, r- that. That. Uh, his real name. That. that. All right. Well, I'm Mark. I'm Thomas. I refuse to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thank you for watching us tonight. Why are you abandoning our bits? <laughs> Is it a bit? You, just wanted to see what you would do. It's not, that's true. It's, it's people who are actually in studio with us. You're right. I forgot. That is a good point. That is a good point, Thomas. Thanks for making a good point. <laughs> You're welcome. It's a good point. Good point. <laughs> God, it's hot in here. 
It is. Well, please don't take off all your clothes, or maybe you Good should. Point. Good point. Is so, anyways, request? voicemail. Go God. Hello. 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 Did you dude, play? Dude's turn. <sighs> Google Voice. Hey, dude. Oh, I went to the wrong account. Do 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 do. Amazing. Ha ha. Do 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 do. Dave's gonna be with us today, apparently. The best. Um, hi. Um, this is Ricardo from Mexico, and um, I was watching your show, The Break Room, and I just want to do say that that was the funniest people in the entire universe. Like, I was just, I was like. Oh my God! It's the bread room. This is hilarious. Call my mommy. Call my papi. Call my grandma. Not, not my grandpappy, because he was freaking shut up. My grandpappy, because he was freaking dead. So yeah, I called up my other friends, and my son. He was like, Dad, why are you watching this piece of crap? And I was like. I'm gonna rape you. That was insane. There's a lot of production value to that. I'll give it that for sure. Sounds like he hit Purvis at the end there. Again. Purvis is always getting his RV is always getting slammed We're into people. Always getting, what's up with that. always getting hit. So I don't think there was a question of the week in there. So there was not. you don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, no. Anyway, we have another voicemail. Hey guys, it's Chopper Dave. Just thought I'd call in from heaven and chime in on last week's question of the week. What's the best bathrooms in a fast food chain? I don't know about that, but I do know the best bathrooms in an airport or in most of the world are European and Japanese bathrooms. The stalls go from the very top of the ceiling to the very bottom of the floor and the doors close all the way. You have complete, complete privacy. It's the best for taking a nice big deuce. In <laughs> the best. And the ones in Japan in the first class lounge pop out have <laughs> A nice little computer with a bidet God. that you can choose the perfect temperature to spray your booty on. <laughs> it is glorious. <laughs> the only thing that lives up to this is going to the bathroom in heaven. 
You have an angel that actually spit shines your butthole. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> out. Go out. Death. Five. I didn't even think about that, but the European bathrooms are their water closets. But right. they're, they're set up like stalls here, but they're full water closets. In fairness, nice. you didn't think about that because you were asked, what's the best fast food restaurant? That's true. That's a good point. Fast food bathroom. That's a good point. Yeah, why would you think about that? I don't know. Based I didn't on that really question. think about that. But there's no sparing of squares in European bathrooms. It's Apparently. Fend for your, if you're out of toilet paper, you're just going to have to use your own hand or your T-shirt or something. Heavenly thoughts are a little bit more outside the box, apparently. Exactly. Uh, true. Anyway. Well, or maybe you can bidet your ass, depending on where That's you true. are. true. If you're in Japan. I, haven't, I have not had the pleasure of going to Japan. Mm. I was actually hoping they would have a robot butler there that would, like, wipe your ass for you. Like like a Sony robot? Yeah, like a Sony robot. Yeah. just, you know, moves over about the one mile an hour. Really awkward. Yeah. And, you know. and it falls down while it's wiping your butt. <laughs> you want a robot reaching up into the crevice of your ass? It's better than another human reaching up inside my ass. It's better than you? Um, what if it's like yeah, Johnny Five or something? It's probably more hygienic. Five. Just because I share a commonality of liking a movie that he was in back in the day. <laughs> Johnny Five could probably wipe your butthole pretty well. <laughs> With his laser gun. Exactly. I would dispute that. <laughs> he probably read all about we... the proper wiping. Remember he read everything there at one time. It wasn't exactly the most minutes. agile thing ever. Yeah, that's the, no. bad, that's the bad thing about the uh, Sony robot is it wipes back to front instead of front to back. So, Johnny Five probably would. Do. Yeah, Johnny Five does it. No, Johnny Five does it right. I mean... You think he does? Yeah. Okay. He, he shines a butthole real well. <laughs> He's like bidet quality? It's not quite like angel spit shining, angel spit shining your butt. No. But, you know. Well, I mean, what is? Well, true. Angel butthole spit shine. I like how Ghostly Dave has gone from hell to heaven. I guess he has like a, a free pass to go between the two. <laughs> he never said he was in hell. Pretty sure he said he was in hell. I'm pretty sure he said he was, he was in, hell. in heaven. The first time? Yes. I don't know mm. about that. Because we'll he talked about communion up there. Did pretty he? sure he has uh, a toll okay. tag. Yeah. <laughs> God. There's just you one, pay enough, you one, can go long, one, long, one long turnpike that was built by contractors so they could make money <laughs> off the travel exactly. between heaven and hell. God the devil didn't want to honor it, but you know, it's <laughs> yeah. been a long-standing contract. Oh, boy, has got the toll tag. <laughs> got to honor the toll tag. <laughs> Amazing. So one exception to the pearly gates. You it is. it for 60% off if you do the toll tag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, they just charge you all the time. <laughs> Sometimes you want the dry heat. Sometimes you want the lounging around in the, point. in the clouds. you got to go back and forth. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you need to breathe a little. Your asthma gets to you. You need to go down to hell. Exactly. Breathe better. Yeah, right. It's a little humid up in heaven. Your asthma in heaven. Maybe when in it's the cold. afterlife. You know, yeah. in, the, in the winter, you're you forsaken like, your body. Your right. soul continues to have asthma. Yes. You like course. to winter in hell and summer in, you know, in heaven. Right. It makes sense. Exactly. It's Their cooler up in heaven. It makes perfect it's sense. It's more humid. It's got a nice tropical breeze. Right. Up in heaven. Right. And the cherubs bring you the little fruity drinks with the umbrellas. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really, really awesome. We'll have to see if we can get more details from Ghostly Dave on that. Well, but he never stops here on Earth, so... That's true. We can only hear from voicemail form. Right. Well, but as we've heard, he actually listens to the show because he was responding to the voicemail. Maybe he'll respond in voicemail. That'd be great. But he's non-corporeal, so he can't stay stay here. It's either you're either in paradise in the waiting room to, you know, make the transition, or you're in heaven or hell. There's no... Nothing here on the plane. Right. On this mortal plane, so... (laughs) In conclusion, buttholes. So, since we didn't have a question of the week, we made one up. We made one up, and that is, what do you think about the NSA spying? Do you remember TV How stands? That was not specifically, the question. Specifically related to the cell phone situation. Yeah, so 
Well, yeah, I guess it would be the cell phone, but it seems kinda, like it's kind of spread amongst I, everything. Yeah, but. I kind of, uh, I kind of not just the cell phone, but everything. I mean, I kind of, I, I always assume that anything I that comes out of my mouth, oh yeah, <laughs> I, is being tracked by the government. I, your vomit, my vomit, yes, <laughs> my feces. Okay, <laughs> the show. I mean that's possible, but I don't see that. I don't see that's going to interest anybody that's worried about national well, security. They do track everything. Just put your mouth around this. But I, I'm actually surprised at the uh, level of shock about this because yeah. I read an, a magazine or I read an article in Wired last year. Bragg- that uh, yeah, no, wow. it's braggadocio. <laughs> um, but it was all about the. It was the cover story, and it was about how the NSA is building a complex. It may be done now, but yeah. they built a giant complex the size of a small town in Utah. It- Probably is already built, yes. And uh, it's highly secretive, but this is where they're storing all the cell phone messages. And it was in, it was in Wired last year, and nobody was it that much like up in arms about it. Was swirled. Um, so why are they Design. just now getting upset when it's been a story for a few years? And even back in the day, Carnivore, back in the day, was storing all web traffic and uh, right. stuff like that. I mean, I think that came out before text messages. But I don't know what Carnivore is. It was much like the system, this current system, oh, okay. except it was... It, it was tracking all internet data and all electronic data pa- uh, passed back and forth, and probably more than that. Uh, and I think Echelon was another one, um, was another system. But at any rate, yeah. I mean, shit's been tracked for years. Why aren't we surprised by this? I don't know. I I don't like it necessarily, but I, I... I think it's just... I don't know why it's become a big deal right now, specifically, but I think people just get agitated by it because, like, the argument I've been hearing is, well... Google and Facebook and all that and all your shit, but to me that's different because you enter a terms of service agreement with them and you know right. that they're you know it's on their servers and you can control you your security settings. Yeah, you didn't enter a terms of service agreement with the NSA and basically they can come in. You and don't say, remember doing that when you were born. That's exactly. called U.S. citizenship, dude. And they basically come in and say, okay, well, you know, <laughs> it's implied. If you violate your terms of service, Google, it's yeah. it's all good for us. I mean, you know, we're not going right. to hold you. You're not going to hold you that. So what does that really mean? You know, at that point, it's an implied terms of service if you're a citizen of this country. I guess. To disclose. I'm just saying, I, I just don't think that's a good argument to say, well, Google and Facebook, well, that's, yeah, but yeah. you're in agreement with those right, people. Right, right. I understand. And Verizon, really, you know? I mean, yeah. you know they, you know, Time Warner knows everywhere you went online, if you mm-hmm. have Time Warner. I mean, you know that. It's just, what are they going to do with that information? Do they really keep it? I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's, and I have no doubt they do. I mean. I'm sure they keep it. They're harvesting everything. Yeah. Sure. Um, searching, they've been searching keyword searches for a long time. I mean, right. year, probably decades. So, I don't, again, I don't know why people are so up in arms about it now when this has been a known factor forever. I don't know. Just because that guy doing that, you know, and making the splash he did made it a big deal right this minute. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I appreciate what he did, but yeah. again, not surprised. Plus, I think some people are surprised based on who's in office that it's happening the same way yeah. as it happened with who was in office <laughs> before, if not even more so. We're talking about Nixon now. Right, exactly. Right. Wow. In Bush before. What year is this? Exactly. But I think that's part of why people are up in arms. Cause it's they, part of it. They seem to think, you know, and, and Obama did say things before right. he was president. He did, sure. But, you know, I, I just think that's probably why, because they thought, well, we get rid of dirty Bush, and that's yeah. not going to happen it's anymore. part of it. Well, first of all, nobody thought that everything was going to be perfect. No, because... but they thought it'd be less of a deal. Yeah. And it seems like he's doing it every bit as much, which, what you know, yeah. I don't know exactly how I feel about that. You know, I understand the whole... I just don't like to go down the for lack of a better term, slippery slope of 
give up a certain amount of freedoms for I don't security think because you can only do so much of that, and then you mm-hmm. get into really. I really feel territory. like nobody except for maybe the NSA thinks yeah. thinks that it's a not a slippery slope. Yeah, because it is. I mean, it just is. When yeah. you start giving up personal liberties, I wasn't a big fan of how, the Patriot Act when it came out, even though I obviously. You know, wanted to catch the people who did nine eleven and all that. I mean, I just don't think that that necessarily means that everything under the sun I do should be tracked to the nth degree. Well, and it's not a good sign when I read this article earlier today that Putin or Putin, what have you say his name from Russia? Putin, Putin. Pretty sure it's Putin. We just, uh, just call him P. But he he defends the uh, surveillance program. Ah. He actually said that's the way it's done in the U.S. and that's the way it's done in Russia. So do you want Putin, who is a <laughs> a uh, f- as close as a dictator as you can get in Russia a right Democratic now. Democratic leader who was yeah. elected. Uh-huh. Democratically right. elected, but yet somehow manages to hold on to those reins of power. So it was Naina Dejad in Iran as well. Yeah. People Democratically love him. elected. People love him too much. Yeah. They don't want to see him go. Exactly. Yeah, he's great. I believe, uh, uh, doesn't, I think him and his prime minister, whatever they are, they have the two positions. Mm-hmm. They pretty much just alternate yeah. back and forth. Exactly. Yeah, he <laughs> handpicked that guy and yeah. got him into office and they, they keep switching back and forth. Right. Yeah. So what you're saying is that crazy dumbasses can't have an occasional good idea. Well, I'm not saying that, <laughs> but... That's what it sounds no, like. No, I am pretty much so saying So Thomas that. is pretty much in bed with Russia, is what we're saying. Yeah, Thomas is communist. Him as a commie. I don't know why I came Thomas, out on the side of Putin, but... Tom, Thomas <laughs> the... Uh, it sounded like a fun thing to do a minute NSA, ago. you heard it from him. Thomas the communist <laughs> yes. pig over here. <laughs> okay, there's no communism in Russia anymore, in the USSR. Uh, uh, nope, it's I don't completely know. democratic. I'm going to yeah. say... I'm saying, sure. I think we need to. Where's Joe McCarthy uh, to bring know. him up on charges? NSA doesn't give a shit about Russia. Why the fuck do you think they remade Red Dawn and didn't put Russians in the movie? True. Because it's not believable at all. Right. Nobody thinks Russia is going to be able to invade anybody. Well, no, but there's. Not right now. No, no not right now. But I, I, I fully believe that someday they're going to return to the same mentality they, that they did will before. At some point. Maybe. If Putin has anything to You're say right. about it. If You're the right. people in power have anything to do with it. Although it's probably better in the current social system now he actually had I, I feel like he almost has more power because it's more subtle than it used to be right in a way it's more sly like the america's not t- trying to take him down but yet he's still able to be a totalitarian figure yeah. essentially Nazi. anyways that's all that's wow. getting off track yeah. but a little bit not a whole lot to do with the nsa other than him agreeing with them yeah so mostly you agree with the current setup i don't agree with it i just assume that everything i i've, and I've, I've assumed for years yeah that whatever i say uh, whether it's out on the street or whether it's an electronic form, that it's being tracked. Yeah. I just... It's the same thing, you know, it's the same argument with the London filming everything under the sun. I understand, again, it protects, mm-hmm. you know, this, that, or the other, but it's also kind of weird to think that everywhere you go... It is kind of weird. Yeah. a lot of that's probably, like you say, a lot of that happens here, too. I mean, if something, some incident happens somewhere, they just take the security cameras yeah. from whoever's... Whatever business is running the security camera, and we're they run the, the we're uh, still not the same as it's not the same. But I'm just saying, I would assume, unless you're right in the, I don't know, in the middle of rural Kansas or something where there's nothing, that you're, <laughs> and even then you're probably you know we live satellite in a, well, that's where the secret bases you know are. You know we live in a giant ass state where there's plenty of rural areas. Well, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's where all the area 51 and 52 are. Exactly. And all that. In rural Kansas? Well, just in any rural area, there's but an alien. There's a there's a base of aliens there. <laughs> But as someone who, and put this on the bragging montage, has driven the length of Kansas, I can tell you that is one damn desolate that state. is a big brag. Yeah. I bet it is. Well, it's oh perfect God. for alien bases. And it, it would be perfect. If yeah. you wanted to hide a, a giant as, Area 51, that'd be as perfect. As long place. as they're underground, away from the tornadoes. Oh, true. Right, true. Exactly. So anyway, 
So do you do you support <laughs> what the NSA is doing? Or no, I don't yeah, support it. I think you do. So what do you what do you feel is the is the trade off worth it? Uh, I really don't. I the don't. truth of the matter is nobody can answer that honestly, except for the people that know what's being caught on the other side. Well, they say dozens of terrorist attacks have been stopped. Yeah, they can say that. Sure. There's no way. They're there's, never going to prove that. Exactly. There's no way to prove that. I don't think no way to and prove it like, means anyone can even know that. I don't think no way. Well, someone can know that. It's just not uh, It's just not the general public. It just I know. seems so inefficient to capture absolutely everything. I mean, I, you know how data mining is. Well, they that seems like a real beat. They have to analyze for patterns, and I mean, yeah. they probably I don't know how much I wonder I do wonder how much they discard because if you're, yeah. you know, looking up Goatsy, you know, yeah. or sending a link about Goatsy, like you sexing you, I your butthole to Thomas, right. How much of those do they need? You know, probably all of them. I mean, it is quite the turn on. <laughs> Good thing you know how well your body <laughs> gets others going. It gets high. It, get, it gets high approval ratings. The NSA going? Yeah. And all the polls I take about my butthole. High approval <laughs> ratings among the suited men in the NSA industry. Exactly. Well, should, we think he should definitely have an offshoot of the Thomas oh. ass jerky. <laughs> and this on the, ass um, is made for jerky. <laughs> Somehow that's got to be usable. <laughs> of course it is. Um, one, one thing that kind of drives me nuts is... It's weird. Like I love one the X Files. Dries your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> one thing. That, You've oh. never seen the lesbian. My nut powder. Like a dill. Um, no. One thing that kind of drives me nuts is conspiracy theorists or are conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Um, and one, or I heard one thing this week that They're was like, well, you know, Obama can't push back against the the Secret Services, NSA and CIA, because look what happened to Kennedy when he tried it. I'm oh, like, okay. really? So he's gonna God. Get, he's okay. going to get assassinated. Like, we have differing opinions about conspiracies around that, obviously, but right. that's yeah. completely ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, you drive me, guys drive me up the wall. Like, I, I'm partly fascinated by conspiracy theories, but I'm beaten by the conspiracy theorist. Now, they've that's got an explanation for everything. That's a good way to put it. Yes, yeah. they do. Because I love, like, the X-Files, but, you know, when it comes to, if you listen to it, you know, we're coming up on the 50th of yeah. JFK's assassination. If you listen to a conspiracy theorist about that, uh, it, it's just they've got an explanation for every fucking thing, and right. it just drives me up the wall. I, I think the other thing that drives me up the wall about this NSA thing is the, and I haven't paid a ton of attention to it, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I know nothing about it, but well, let me speak no, from complete ignorance. What I'm talking about, though, the political back and forth on this that you can go back to anything in the Bush era and see, you know, both sides saying this, that, or the other, and then yeah. now they're flip-flop exactly yeah you know it's democrats will back him I know. republicans oh my god i can't believe we have this big brother but yeah. the republicans were all for it when bush yes. was doing it for well, the patriot act democrats were completely against it it's, it's just ridiculous it's just funny if it's your guy doing yeah. it shouldn't thing. you side with the same guy that exactly you, you would think you should side against whoever's you know, doing it in both cases if you're against yeah. it doesn't matter somewhere cheney is filling up his robot heart with cans of sprite okay. and clapping and laughing maniacally <laughs> Probably. to argue my side of course I don't. I I completely disagree with anybody who was for it before and against it now. I think that's ridiculous. Right. I yeah. think there is cause to believe that, like I do. I'm not for it. It sucks. It's stupid. But I'm also not in a place to say that it's not necessary. Just for the a <laughs> And the fact that Obama campaigned against it yeah. and then went into office and then all of a sudden flipped 180 on it makes yeah. me wonder if maybe it's necessary. Which I feel like that thought process is real. Yeah. Maybe maybe poli- pol- politicians are not being real. Maybe they're just supporting their guy. But yeah. I feel like that is a thought process that could be could come to. If you were for it before, regardless, just because Bush said so, yeah. and now just because Bush isn't a, a Republican's not in office anymore, now you're against it, that I think is stupid. Yeah, yeah. I but agree. I, I can see it going a logical path of, 
we didn't think it was necessary because we thought Bush was evil in the first place and just trying yeah. to drag us into a war. And then, well, Obama was against it from the beginning. And if now he's not against it, what the hell's yeah. happened? What does he know maybe, that? Yeah. Maybe you know, Bush doing it wasn't as evil as we thought. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Sure. The trade-off is... Uh, not to explain one flip-flop for another, but I, I know. because I feel a lot that way, I, see, I feel like that could be a logical step. I don't see a logical step in yeah. backing off of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, it's either. not good anymore. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I either you're for or against it, or you're kind of in the middle like I am. Yeah. Like, I just don't... There's <clears throat> pros and cons both ways, I'm sure. This may not but be I the feel greatest like topic. We're not in a great position to be able to evaluate whether it's necessary or not, unfortunately. That's the problem, yeah. I just... Debating it from a theoretical stance is just the whole slippery slope argument right. that we made. I know. That's um, tough. But from And again, I feel like yeah. Obama knows that too. I feel sure. like he does. And if he's saying that yeah. this is where it needs to be, then there's a part of me that gives pause to it. Yeah. But if Thanks. it had been if it had been Bush, would you have said the same thing? <sighs> well, Bush would have had to serve for a third or fourth well, term. No, I'm saying thing. if he were serving now, given that you were strongly anti Republican Anti-conservative. Well, let's put it this way: if uh, somebody gets elected, like it took Romney gets gets elected the next time. If Obama wasn't elected in two thousand eight, it was still a Republican. No, I probably would. I would probably still feel the same way. Okay, not thinking it. It takes someone that is in the know Mm -hmm. to flip their decision for me to go. Well, maybe there is something to. Let's say Romney sixteen decides to keep going. Dear God, he's not going to get elected if he goes. Let's hope he does. Let's hope he runs because he's not going to get elected. Well, let's just say he did. Then you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Say if he kept it going, no, it I would probably say, look, Obama kept it going, so yeah, obviously gotcha. there's something in place that needs to be... Well, that makes sense. A lot of people wouldn't do that. Yeah. A lot of the hardcore It'd be interesting to see that. politicians, I, how they would roll on that. I politicians do. that were against it when Bush was in, yeah. then for it when, or at least not against it, yeah. when Obama was in, and then if another Republican steps up, see what they do. See if we have 12 documentaries about the next Republican yeah. guy doing it. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. Just kind of, it's just funny. It's just funny. People that are polarized, it's just yeah. these kind of things bring them out and yes. kind of show their hypocrisy a lot of times. I just think a little that's bit. Amazing. It just makes me hate bit. Facebook all the more. Yeah. Yeah. But just right. shut up. Well. Exactly. Facebook. Any Thank more you. thoughts on the subject? No. I don't think so. All right. Well, on the other side, we're right. finally going to get Dustin's dustbin of top 10 albums of since 2013. Stop. And your mom. No. You're listening to The Break Room. Your mom goes to college. Hi, I'm Chris, and this is Anna with MCI. She recently started a great friends and family calling circle. A group of friends that wanted to get back in touch. I believe I actually said we should resume communicating. So Anna called, and I signed up. And Chris called me. I thought if anybody belongs in friends and family, it's us. I used to get tired of staring at those faces. Now I kind of miss them. I joined to save the 20% because when I call him, I end up talking to an answering machine, which is more interesting than he is. I'm usually home. I'm just selective about the calls I take. <laughs> when they were forming the circle they obviously saved the best oh that's why she called me next who is that how do you get in there there seems to be some error i believe you're in the wrong circle colin starts saving an extra 20 percent on calls to your own friends and family circle every week thousands of people join the millions who already have mci friends and family if you'd like to be one of them give us a ring after all shouldn't your least expensive calls be to the people you care about and call all the time This week on The Hobo Shack. Hey, 
everybody, we are here with this Sunday's guests, Juan Gobizi and Sean Vandalize. And we're talking about all things comedic. Sean, why don't you give everybody a preview of your favorite stand-up comic? Larry the Cable Guy. Huh, that's a little weird. How about you, Juan? Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie. Huh. Uh, it's not exactly what I was expecting. Uh, is there any particular reason why you guys like them so much? They're our gods. We worship them. Um... We would like to breed them. And then fuck the offspring. Whoa. Guys, I have some news. I, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I actually am one of the offspring. Who brought the lube? This Sunday, May 19th, Juan Golbezi and Sean Vandalize come to the Hobo Shack, and we're talking all things funny. Get ready to laugh your balls off. Go to thehoboshack.com and popsyndicate.net for more information. Download the Hobo Shack app for both Apple and Android devices, and subscribe now on iTunes. Did you see the latest Nintendo newsletter? Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ghana are pretty bad. Octorox Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get Zelda. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separately. We are back to the break room, the home of the crazy teeth and cheeseburger fetishes. Fart cough cough. When he went too deep, I clenched him off. Alright. I'm celebrity Justin. What do they do with the penis? Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good. That's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby bitch. Pretty hard. That's right. Camel toe skin. He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's gonna listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. I love how that woman really doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> He's sweet. He's, He's clean. clean. <laughs> He's Dustin. She's like. I gotta introduce this asshole. Anyway. What do you expect from her? I expect her to be more enthusiastic. Look, she's a she civil service an, employee. Yeah, she doesn't have an enthusiastic bone in her body. She's a robot. You should put one in it. Wiping butts all day in Japan. Hey, yo. That's what I do. I bring the humor. But anyway. So. <laughs> well, I decided to go ahead and finally follow up. Thomas's segment from about 50 episodes ago. <laughs> and uh, Marcus has already proclaimed he's never going to follow mine up after this. So this will be the Personal only, the only nobody, other album review we'll ever do. Nobody would care about his list anyway. Except everybody. That- it would just be Dropkick, followed by Dropkick, <laughs> followed by Dropkick. No, no, no. Be What's the other one? Floggy Dropkick, Molly, followed Molly. by Dropkick, followed by Floggy Molly. Oh, yeah. okay. Followed by Dropkick, followed by Black Flag. Followed by a Lincoln Park <laughs> Black song. Black Flag, of course. Yes, Lincoln Park. <laughs> and followed by Nickelback. And Avril Lavigne at the end, Skater Boy. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. 
and Puddle of Mud and Aaron Lewis and Stained. God. Which, by the way, did, Man, you like a lot God, of Aaron, dudes. Aaron Lewis is horrible. Did you hear he he's moving to country now? Is it better than he's Aaron taking Neville? the Darius Rucker approach. I did actually hear that. That's got to be some awful weird. country music. Well, he only writes depressing music about past girlfriends, so yeah. he might fit well, pretty well as long as he can throw a truck in there every once in a while on a guitar. He'll be all right. That ain't my truck. Oh, I hope he's he does. Got the, at the throat the singing at the back of the throat voice. So I hope he bottoms out, and I hope he. Do, I hope he does a duet with uh, Darius Rucker. Bottom. What's the Bottom. one that Darius Rucker did? Oh, rock meat that rock wagon meat, wheel. Wagon and, wheel. Yeah. Last night, your local bar over here by uh, the Break Room Towers, they were jamming some hootie. Why didn't you invite us? Apparently, the whole time I he did. didn't invite me. But of course, I was. You didn't invite busy. me. Well, you're you always busy. Too cool. I was only going to be there for. Well, a little I bit was anyway. my birthday, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. I figured you had something to do. Yeah. So pow. nobody cares. Mm. Or someone. Wink, wink. Hey, yo, Thomas. Yeah. What? Anyway, I was winking at you. Oh, wink, wink. Okay. That's how I wink. But he's winking. <laughs> wink. He's winking with his third eye. Wink. God. Wink, wink. Quit aiming it at me. Wink. <laughs> Anyway, have to that detour. God, does it have to be audible from your mouth all the time? Come on, baby, make your butthole blink for me. <laughs> Is this a rap song? Quit thumping his asshole. Let's go ahead and go to this next this next bit. <laughs> God, <laughs> this best of songs bit is turning into something completely different. It's, it's really deteriorated. I have mad props, respect <laughs> for uh, your hymen. I, I speak really weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Dustin's dirty dustbin of butthole winking in music. Also known as top ten albums. Top ten albums since 2013. And the, uh, <laughs> the criteria I actually put on this was, uh, it didn't matter the year it was. I did want to pick an album, though, that I actually liked every single song on it. So <laughs> That you that, did or you didn't? That I did. Oh, okay. So I thought this was the music you hated. It would be no. weird to do a top ten with an album of <laughs> all songs that you hate. <laughs> Top so 10 favorites. Basically, the criteria <laughs> Basically, the criteria on that is, you know, maybe this band has other songs that I may even like better, but I actually like every song on this particular album. So All right. that's the basic criteria. I went with. All right. All right. So Sounds good. We'll uh, get started here. Let's go to the music, 10. Bob. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is by a band called... Don't know about Shocker that that came into it. <laughs> Number 10 is by a band called Wilco, and the uh, album is AM. Buy with organic guitar. <laughs> Pick three to four songs from each, about 45 seconds each. So, are you going to talk over it at all, or are you just going to just want to listen? If you're good, you might get a slant go. Okay. 
Maybe I'm talking over them. Dustin. Hey, Dustin. <laughs> I'm still here. Neanderthal angle, baby. <laughs> Don't throw yourself down, Thomas. You're the only sober person I know. Won't you let me make you a deal? Just keep it high. How about chocolate deals? Try my deals. So that's Wilco with AM. It's one of their eight studio albums they've done. Uh, nibbles by with organic guitar works. It sips from <laughs> caffeine beats. Uh, they're a Chicago-based alternative rock band. They're kind of alt-country as well. I was say, they, 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 yeah, they, they seem to slide into alt-country. Less um, alternative yeah. rock. But um, anyway, like I said, they've had, eight different, they've had eight different albums so far. This is the one that I like every single track on. There's other tracks that there's I like, again, like I said before. There are other tracks... I like better than some of the ones that are on here, but I like scratching off a lottery ticket over there. Yeah. Um, basically, this band has had a lot of members change in and out of it, but the main lead singer, Jeff Wilco, Jeff Tweedy, oh. and uh, <laughs> the bassist John uh, Sturrett, they, they've actually stayed there the entire run. But it, like I say, they've changed out other band members. Right. Uh, pretty big fan of alt country bands when they're good, and I think Wilco is one of the best. Who do you think is a bad alt country band? I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but I know that there's some that have tried that aren't as good. Darius Rucker. How is this a tribute to that. Matthew McConaughey's Reliant? You weren't speaking of Matthew McConaughey, motherfucker. <laughs> is this a comment? It is. I actually, you know, you would think since I, I like Band of Horses quite a bit, Wilco kind of fits into that same genre. I've never really listened to any Wilco albums. They're similar. 
I haven't and really. The either, more I listen actually. to Wilco, the more I like them too. Yeah. Um, you know, and they just came out. Well, not just came out, but they came out with an album in 2011. I haven't actually gotten yet. So if they make your top ten list all time, this soon they'll be on the ten list that it's above that. The more you like them, the more. No, that's no. they could go up the list. Yeah. Yes, they could. They're on the top top ten list. They could. This may not be the greatest topic ever because I just don't <laughs> give a crap. And I meant to say before I started this that I do have a couple of just honorable mentions. Uh, Muse and Absolution, REM and Monster, uh, Best of Air Supply. I'm surprised Absolution was God. Uh, your favorite, higher really? Than the others. It's my favorite of Muse, yeah. Interesting. It we is all have a different favorite album we from do. Muse. This is it by The Strokes, and the one that really almost beat out Wilco was Unplugged by Nirvana. I still I love that album. It's a Muse album with the uh, yeah, chick on the album. front with like blue. Is that their first one, Showbiz, I think? Yeah, it's Showbiz. I've yeah. really gotten into that one Really? Lately. It's I, got some I still, good stuff on it. I think yeah. Showbiz is pretty good, too. I still think it's their least uh, least good album. Oh, hell no. The one with the orange and the satellites no way. on the front. Yeah, that I don't like better. that one as much. No way. Which one is that? That's uh, uh, What is the name of that album? It's not that big a deal. No. Origin of Symmetry? Yes, yes that Symmetry. one. Okay. I don't like that one as much. But, uh, okay, well, moving on to number nine. Uh, I don't know if you have the get the oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Was that your only shout-outs? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Unplugged was the last one. No, I had to get the <laughs> If you have to get in the local on your ass, that'll fit to the next one. Get in local. Get in local. Get in local on your ass. Ass. God. <laughs> was that abrupt? Got to cut off abruptly there. Uh, next up, this one probably violates the best albums of all time parameters I put, but I really don't give a shit. What were the parameters you put that it violates? Well, this this is a this is technically a best of of this band, but okay. Well, the reason I picked you can't that, make a best of in the best of. Why can't you put a best of in the best of? That doesn't make any sense. Well, let, me explain like, it. let me explain it. Like Aerosmith's big ones, that was a good album. This particular but you album, can't make that a best of your any list. This particular band covers so many different genres that I like. I love the songs that they picked for the best of from each of their different types of music that they do. Like they'll go full bore country, they'll go full bore alternative rock, uh. and. That's the reason I kind of gave them a little bit of an exemption because so if Van I, Halen. If I picked one of them, you know, you just get one. You right. kind of get more of a sampling of them doing Van it. Halen, best of good album. They did do a uh, country album. Van they Halen did. Yeah, they did. But mm-hmm. they are not uh, from Dallas, so they'd be kind of odd oh, to well. play the getting local. But it's a good point. The anyway, old ninety sevens. This is uh, yeah. This is hit by a train, and uh, best of old ninety sevens. Oh, I didn't realize I was actually spoiling it. Yeah. <laughs> 
So again, that's the Dallas-based old 97s. It's basically Rhett Miller, Murray Hammond, and a couple of other people. And Rhett Miller, on top of that, is... Solo. Yeah, he's done several solo albums. They've all been pretty good. Uh, some of his solo stuff almost kind of rivals. Yeah, some of his solo stuff's really good. Yeah. I always like stuff like Question and a couple of other big songs. It's but, not the question. Question. Yeah, it wasn't the question. One of the many, many good songs out of uh, the Scrub soundtracks. Right. But, uh, anyway, uh, apparently them they were actually influenced by the original Wilco band, uh, Uncle Tupelo, so it's kind of interesting. Both all country bands, both kind of the same. Was that the same influence. band as Uncle Cracker? It was not the same band. Dear God. That's, uh, again, well, the Old 97s, another band I've never really checked out, and I should. I think they're really good, especially for a local yeah, band. Yeah, really um, good. I think part of the problem is when a band is so hyped that I'm more resistant to checking them out, even if they're good. Yeah. I just, I think, I, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think, especially because of the radio station we all listen to, they hype up so many bands. They do. That I'm so resistant to listening to the And they do hype stuff. them up as well. Especially, like, that's why I don't listen to the Rolling Stones. That's why I won't listen, one of, you know, yeah. like, one of a few reasons why I don't listen to Pearl Jam. Uh, why I would never listen to Widespread Panic. Um, widespread Panic's not. good I just don't think they're very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, say. they may not be. They're but like, I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm resistant to like even terrible jam band. Like, yeah. I would yes, they that. can play their instruments, but God, it's shit coming out of. I it. I mean, I've always preferred the Beatles to the Rolling Stones, anyways, since that seems to be the eternal comparison. Why, why but, is it? Does it seem to be? the I eternal don't know. Comparison? Yeah, but it, when people are, it's one of them. Yeah. Often people get divided into two categories: you're either a Rolling Stones person or a Beatles person. I am definitely more of a Beatles person. I really doubt many teenagers these days are getting divided into Beatles or Rolling <laughs> no, Stones. No, but I'm saying it's a, it's a frequent comparison. It's a frequent music to comparison. To old people. Right. Well, to us, too. I mean, okay. but I'm just saying. Even I don't, I don't, I have no interest in exploring the back catalog of the Rolling Stones because I don't know a lot of their deeper cuts. I know the hits. Right. And um, I like a couple Rolling It's because Stones of that station. Because they talk about the Rolling Stones every fucking day and the old True. 97s every fucking day. So, oh, not every day for the 90s. Well, maybe not. The Rolling Stones, definitely. They but promote, anyways. Uh, yeah, they do promote Red Miller so a I, whole lot. I, I, they do. Um, and he seems like a perfectly nice yeah. guy. And again, I like the samples he played. So again, being a fan of Band of, Horse, yeah. Band of Horses, I should check them out. I just never have. So, Well, if you want to, I obviously have They're the similar, but they're different. They're different. They're definitely different, yeah. And some of their country music is, I mean, real country. There's... Cool. Yeah, Almost droll very different. It it's, I mean, it's, yeah. It's not. Band of Horses doesn't go that country. No. This is one of their hits. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. God. Well, okay. That sounds like a skipping. The piano at the beginning of that sounds like a skipping track. Yeah, it does. I wish I was That's from Rhett Miller's solo album. <laughs> right. This is like his country operatic album. <laughs> exactly. Ah! <laughs> 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 
Number eight goes in a slightly different direction. Um, it's less... No direction. Oh. I don't know if it's... Oh, what's the name of that band? Damn One it. Direction. One Direction. Damn it. It does not go in that direction. Uh, it's probably less... I guess you'd say the least indie band so far for sure. Um, Thomas will probably be surprised by what's picked here. But uh, this is going to be Happiness is Not a Fish You Can Catch by Our Lady Peace. Shocking. Come on, that's something this is the longest show ever. Tired of waking up on the ground.
ask me what So the only thing I thought may be shocking to Thomas is the fact that I picked that instead of uh, picking a... It's ironic because obviously mine had different parameters on it. Right. Isn't it ironic? I picked... It is. I picked your favorite Our Lady Peace album and you picked my favorite Our Lady Peace album. I thought you'd also find the... Who's going to pick my favorite Our Lady Peace album? Which one's yours? We already have. Name an Our Lady Peace album. (laughs) Envelope Orange. Okay, well... There you go. Um... Yeah, it's so close between the two of them, and I figured the fact that, you know, Spiritual Machines and Happiness, it's really close for me as well. I figured the listeners have already heard the other one. That's true. So, I eh, might as well go with this one. I didn't a little pick... shocked that you played that entire album without playing the two big releases that were off That's of it. That's true. I kind of did on purpose. I've been sitting here for 45 minutes while you played the entire album. So. Okay, right. not even close, <laughs> dickhead. I don't know. I just wanted to play some obscure ones just to be a little bit different, I guess. No, it's fine. I just was a little surprised. But uh, it's cool. Anyway, this is again Our Lady Peace back when they had their good guitarist. They actually Mike had Mike Turner, Turner there. <sighs> and uh, Kiss FM sounds best played loud. Good. Where has thou gone, Mike Turner? Yeah, I know. We need to start a fan site called Bring Back Mike Turner. I would agree. Dot com. Exactly. <laughs> Pants. So that's Happiness is Not Official You Can Catch from 1999, Our Lady Peace. Next up is, is going to be. Uh, what are we at, number wise? Uh, let's see, number seven. Son of a bitch. Let's get going. Number seven is going to be a uh, a hipster favorite, and I just love the album. So Marcus's start favorite. Start to finish. This is If You're Feeling Sinister by Bell and Sebastian. Have you and her been taking pictures of yeah. your there's a matter boy who went through one of your sessions. Screaming goes Is this Belle that's singing right now? Oh, God. In his yeah. blue velour and silk, you liberated a boy I never rated. Now he's throwing discus from Liverpool and Witness. You liberated a boy I never rated. Now he's doing business. Stars of track and field you are. Stars of track and field you are. The stars of track and field are beautiful people. Me and the midget don't see eye to eye on it. Number of things you'll take a guy like me. Oh yeah, me and the midget don't see eye to eye on it. Number of things. Me and the midgets. Is that what he's saying? What would he say? What'd he say? Oh, they said midgets. He was saying me and the midgets don't see eye to eye. That's what it sounded like. He should enunciate better. I can suck in the lift, it's always with a 
off me and the major are from different worlds But if I get stuck in a little towers with the man of global standing Who looks down on me like I was never born Kissing is a practice, could we please be objective Cause the other boys are queuing up behind us I hand over my mouth, I hand over the window Well if I remain passive then you just want to cuddle Then we should be okay and we won't get in a model We'll see another people at least, that's what we say we're doing So how are you feeling? I don't think you could be dealing with the situation very well You take a lover for a dirty weekend, that's okay When it's over you are looking at the working week Through the eyes of the gigolo Oh, I'll settle down with some old story How about a boy who's just like me Thought there was love in everything And everyone, you're so naive They always reach a sorry ending They always get it in the end Still it was worth it as I turned the pages solemnly And then, with a winning smile, the boy With naivety succeeds At the final moment I cried I always cry at endings do a best of list now so Again? everybody else can run all drops and shit over you <laughs> yeah no kidding okay so i know yeah, it's that's... it's never a beat down when somebody else does it to you is it well, anyway that's uh <laughs> feeling sinister dustin always tries to kick us in the nuts when we're doing oh, stuff. i see what you're saying they have a they've had a couple of comparisons to people like the smiths which i've never really liked as much uh bob dylan uh, which I don't really see either. Maybe lyrically, but not the sound. Very different sound and um, voice. Yeah, definitely. I'm not surprised you like Bill and Sebastian since you like Magnetic Fields. That surprises me. Not one bit. Yeah. That's an odd sentence except, structure. Except Magnetic Fields is, blah, 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 you know, real lower register. And well, it depends on the like, album. There's hey actually guys, some that are... We're doing all the stuff and we're doing all the things. I'm Bill. There's actually some that uh, uh, female sings on Magnetic Fields. Is that well. Sebastian? Oh, wait. Um, not band. on Magnetic Fields, <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm confused. You're confusing it. I don't know what you're talking about. Number six is going to be more... <laughs> it's going to be going back more to the mainstream again. And uh, I've liked a lot of things from this band. Wait, wait, wait. What have you done so far what that's in like? the mainstream? Uh, Our Lady Peace is more mainstream. Oh, really? They've had Maybe a few, once upon a time. They had a few mainstream hits back okay, in the day. Okay, but they're not mainstream anymore. Well, not now, but... They're mainstream to old Fs like us, maybe. Yeah, well, I guess... Yeah, our mainstream. Uh, I guess this will be the last one before the break. This will be number six. Uh, This is Rush Blood to the Head by Coldplay. This would be a little bit more mainstream. I guess he's out of here. I wasted all 
like to taste you. Okay. Yep, that was Coldplay for number six. Uh, they have, they probably do have the songs I like the best from that band on that particular album. And I could have put some of the hits, but I think most anybody that's heard Coldplay has obviously heard like Clocks and that kind of stuff. So I wanted to do some of the more obscure ones that I actually prefer. Um, still like those other hits, but you know, you hear them so many times, it's kind of nice to hear the other ones. But, uh, okay. Yes. Anyway, I guess uh, when we come back from the break, we can do the top five albums at that point. We could. Maybe. And uh, let's do it. I'll go out. Exactly.
You are just a hit telling a tall tale. Cinema has been around for over a hundred years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Attention Star Trek fans! The Star Trek convention beams back to San Diego on May 13th and 14th at the Hotel San Diego with very special guest Jonathan Frakes, Riker of Star Trek The Next Generation. There's Star Trek dealers, auctions, contests, a preview of Star Trek V, the famous Trek bloopers, and more. May 13th and 14th at the Hotel San Diego. Tickets available at Ticketmaster outlets or at the door. the drummer get wicked we are back to the break room the home of the sexiest djs and we're back i don't really need to do that for each segment <laughs> This is a continuation of the first one. Have you ever been pelted? What's wrong with you? What? Okay. Moving on to number five. (laughs) Number five is a band I've liked for a long time, ever since high school. And um, it's another one. I just figured for the top ten albums, me personally, I didn't want to put any kind of time limitations on it. And if I had done that, I definitely definitely couldn't put this one in the rotation, because this one is from 1979. And this is going to be Pink Floyd's The Wall. Because you never do that to us. You do it to Thomas's music. You never do it to any prepared content, though. Well, not that much. Huh? What? You say you don't do it that much. Like I don't think you're listening to shows. It doesn't. <laughs> Nickelback. How I wish. 
I wish you were here. Just like Nickelback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they covered a Nickelback song. No. I didn't say, like, never mind. Standing in the aisles with itchy feet and fading smiles, can you feel me? Feel me. Hey, you, don't help them to bury the love. Don't give in without a fight. I'm eating some anus jerky anyway. I know. It's delicious. With that particular album, I did longer cuts and fewer songs because I think <clears throat> Pink Floyd has a tendency to build up in their songs, and they're one of the few that I definitely wouldn't put them in any kind of jam band category. But I actually like worst their, jam band ever. Yeah, I, I like their there's no widespread panic. <laughs> no, I like their uh, I like I actually like their guitar work, and a lot of times I don't really give a shit about guitar solos, but on that album. David Gilmore's guitar work. Whatever, really you're like the biggest lot. fan of Eruption of all time. Oh, yeah. Just love that kind of shit. But uh, it's definitely, that is actually my favorite Pink Floyd album, start to finish. And like every single, I 
really love every single song on that particular album. You're wrong. Some of the other ones, I mean, I, I like Dark Side of the Moon. I like some of their other That's albums. The but See, to I me, still think this one's the best. This is me. the first band I've actually listened to, you know, extensively. I say extensively. I haven't listened to all 14 studio albums. But yeah. um, I actually, my favorite album is uh, Shining, not Shining Crazy Diamond. Wish You Were Here. That yeah. has Shining Crazy Diamond. I feel like that's a great, I mean, they have a, The Wall is a great end-to-end album. Wish You Were Here is a great end-to-end album. Dark Side of the Moon is a great end-to-end album. So, right. you know, for a band to have, uh, and I would say, for lack of a better term, they all seem to be concept albums. They pretty much are. So, yeah. it's rare for a band to be able to pull off one concept album really well, but let alone to, you know, pull off three. I can't, I, I can't remember anything about Division Bell or... Uh, well, what's the something at the gates of dawn? Plus, those uh, division bells post the breakup and everything. Yeah, true. So it's it's a little bit different. But, but uh, you know, to yeah. me, I love "Wish You Were Here." That's a that's an album I can listen to and repeat. See, I love "Wish You Were Here." The song that's one of my all time favorite yeah. Floyd songs. It's just the fifty versions of "Shine On Your Crazy Diamond." After a while, <laughs> it kind of whips me a little bit. It's I mean, it's but, an opus. It's a it's a long. Yeah. I like it fine. I just I wish it had a little more variety on the album. Right. I guess. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. But. um yeah, and just the fact that you know it's pretty rare for a album to be made into a movie and True. animated, which and all I still that haven't kind of seen stuff, the movie. I, I'm surprised you haven't seen the movie. It's pretty good, um, and obviously it's true to the album. So. Right. Uh, the background of it's kind of interesting, you know, especially comfortably numb, where Roger Waters actually had a breakdown during a concert and he was getting medical treatment, and he actually got inspired by isn't that there a, to, to do this? Isn't there a giant vagina in it? The movie, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's actually the. One of the judge, or the judge at the end, I believe, the, is a giant the, vagina. The judge is a giant vagina. Yeah, awesome. All right. So yeah, it's interesting. It's got a lot of layers to it for sure. So moving on to number four, this is a should kind of a yeah should exactly. This is kind it of a should. It hasn't come out yet, but it should be good. <laughs> this is kind of a I don't know if you want to call it a super band, but it's a mix of a couple of different bands. It's got uh, James Mercer from the Shans, and it has uh, Brian Burton from. Uh, Danger Mouse, who's also half of Gnarls Barkley, so it's you know kind of big talents together. Danger and Mouse, the old Nickelodeon TV show. Yes, it's Pinfold. Awesome, <laughs> it's Pinfold and the guy from Shin. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> this uh, this album and band name. I actually don't have that theme song. Are Broken Bells.
So that was Broken Bill's sophomore, or not sophomore, their freshman <clears throat> album uh, from 2010. They actually have a sophomore album out, and I like that quite a bit as well, but I like this one better. Um, I like myself some shins as well, but I just I think the sound combination of Broken Bell's is just a little bit more my taste than shins are. So if shins want to disband, they just want to do Broken Bell's all the time, they'd be fine with me. <laughs> you like Huey Lewis on the news? They're okay. <laughs> Anyway, that's number four. Do you masturbate? I do not. <laughs> do you anybody, masturbate? Anybody have any comments on that? Or we move on? <laughs> not the masturbation as much as the actual album. It's weird that you don't ever masturbate. Yeah, I know. It's pretty odd. Laugh uh, out loud. <laughs> uh, it sounded really good. I never heard that album before. That The second song or whatever sounded familiar. Mm. Like I've heard it before from somewhere. That's the biggest hit they had but uh yeah it's good okay well that sounds was, like uh, that it was actually a chopper dave recommendation back in the day so uh, i guess it's interesting good I'll job definitely chopper will, dave definitely will listen down to there uh, chopper dave from the afterlife exactly that is in hell uh number three number three is definitely a hipster band and i don't really care because i actually came about this particular band on one of those amazon you like this band you might like this band Recommendations. 16. Uh, this band is... The band 16. Yeah, exactly. This band is Neutral Milk Hotel, which has actually been defunct since 1998, but then they're actually recently reunited for a tour. They, 2011, they came out with a best of, I think, and basically released, not a best of, but it was a tracks that they hadn't released on the previous albums. 
And then two years later, uh, Jeff Mangum was doing his own private or, you know, just his own solo tour. And then they decided to go and get the whole band back together and they're going to tour as well. So this is uh, the album, An Airplane Over the Sea. Drummer get wicked. Playing over the sea, and that's uh, Neutral Milk Hotel coming to a city maybe somewhere near you at this point since I've actually uh, decided to get back together. Um, coming up next will be number two. Uh, God. Mark what? was not into it at all? Oh, that's fine. Nah, not really. <laughs> that's fine. I didn't expect him to be. He won't be into any of these top ones. Uh, number two, this one was one of those that was a little bit difficult to decide which album to pick. Two. But... I had to go with this one because, again, my criteria of liking everything on it. Uh, their number one album, I like Two. a lot of things on it, but they did so much so much stuff and so much experimental stuff that some of it really sucked. So I couldn't, I just couldn't pick that album. Two. Um, this album is going to be 
Get Lost by Magnetic Fields. The College? Gonzaga. Because I got no sense of direction. Oh, they said Gonzaga. No. Gonzaga, no sense of direction. God, man. Actually, play my super non interested drops in place of the lyrics here. What does this have to do with? It is the greatest topic ever. Huh? I just don't get Stephen Merritt does have a little voice. She seems super disinterested. Anybody that actually does know Magnetic Fields out there probably knows 69 Love Songs as their big album. And that came out in, later in the 90s. This Get Lost came out in 1995. No? It was kind of a lead-in to 69 Love Songs in a lot of ways. It had a lot of... Before, they were pretty much almost pure electronic on the earlier ones. And this one kind of added in, you know, like a little bit of banjo and ukulele and little drums and, you know, actually traditional instruments and a little non-traditional, but more... Than just doing electronic. That was their first hit. Exactly. 
Stephen Merritt himself does a lot of different things. He's done, you know, he does magnetic fields, but he, he's also part of Future Bible Heroes, Sixth. Uh, he's done wrecks. a lot of solo stuff. He did a Lemony Snicket musical of all things. He's done a lot. He pretty much does a lot of different stuff and just one of those people that has done a lot of things that a lot of people haven't heard of. Is this a comment? Or they may have heard of what he's done, but have no idea who he is, one mm-hmm. way or the other. Uh, if anybody is interested, there's also a good Magnetic Fields documentary out there called Strange Powers that kind of tracks them on a... They go on a... It's one of their tours through Austin, and it's actually, oddly enough, through parts of Texas. And, just shut uh, up. You know what I mean. It talks about you know their stops and then just talks about their music with the two main people. Basically, there's a it's him and a, another woman, or a woman that are basically the two members of Magnetic Fields, and they kind of just get session people or whatever for the rest of the band. Which one is Fields? For the most part. <laughs> yeah. Is that Bell? is named after the... <laughs> That's not how the band's Is that Bell or Sebastian? Oh, my God. Bell or yes. Sebastian Fields. We moved past that. Oh. Sorry. Which one is Dropkick? I mean, they're not all named after the damn band. Yes. It's the lead singer's Dropkick. No, he's Actually, not. Actually, the bass player's Kick, the lead singer's Drop, no, is and he? Murphy's uh, plays the tambourine. Murphy's. Gotcha. So there's no percussionist other than tambourine? <laughs> it's, all, it's all tambourine. It sounds fucking terrible. It's really weird. But, uh, Murphy's. So. so anyway, if anybody has any interest in that, it's called Strange Powers, 18. and it kind of goes behind, kind of behind the production process of a couple of the albums. The newest... The newest album at the time, which was 16. about five years ago. Uh, number one is... So, uh, Bell and Sebastian Magnetic Fields aren't together anymore? Or or ever. Well, well that's sad. I, I guess. Uh, number one is a band that I love most of their work. Uh, their earliest stuff was a little cheesy. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a... It was a freshman album. It was the early 90s, and that's kind of the sound that It they was had. her freshman album. Yeah, and that's kind of the sound they had. They grew into... They kind of got big in their second album, uh, especially with a couple of hits like Fake Plastic Trees. was pretty much on a lot of... It was on a lot of like Clueless and a lot of other albums like that. High and Dry kind of had some, some hits. I mean, they, their biggest hit was off their freshman album, which was Creep. And that's probably one of my least favorite songs of them. Uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, Boys to Men. Radiohead. Boys to Men. Yeah, they progressed pretty much up until this last album. I thought they generally got better and better. Um, but this particular album I picked has a cross between a couple of the different sounds. It gives Tom York a little bit of his ability to be a little bit electronic. And it also lets Johnny Greenwood actually play his guitar, which they totally stopped in the newest one. For some reason, I don't know why. But uh, they have a rumored new album coming out this next year, and we'll now see how that comes across. Adams for Peace was completely horrible, and nobody ever listened to it. <laughs> well, that wasn't... Because it's a complete piece of shit. That wasn't a Radiohead album. So. Well, it's still Tom Yorkie. Um, anyway, this is going to be In Rainbows by Radiohead 2007.
So that is in rainbows. I uh, I also like the fact that when they originally released it, I thought it was kind of cool that you could go to their website and buy it for whatever price you felt like. You that was to cool. Pay. Yeah, it was. That um, was really cool. They did that back in October tenth, two thousand seven. Then they actually released it in January two thousand eight. Uh, it was a really it was a tough call between that one and OK Computer because I like a lot of stuff on OK Computer, but it has two songs in there I just I couldn't say I really love. So um, again, it's for me it's like I have yet to hear anything outside of Creep that I just you like latch onto. About them. No, it's just like I just never really yeah. have understood, um, and maybe I need to <laughs> listen Why to the whole catalog. Would like them? No, I'm not saying I just don't get it for me. Like yeah, to me, fine. it just it just doesn't. I just don't. It, there's nothing there for me personally to latch onto. Yeah. I don't think they're a bad band. I just don't, I just well, find I myself mean, not interested. Like I'm, yeah. you know, there's nothing to hook onto. It's all very, maybe I'm, you know, musically dumb or whatever, but I wouldn't no, you know, just, I they're mean, not exactly what you like. I mean, you like, well, like the bands we've mentioned. I mean, those are, yeah. You know, I don't get why you like those. I mean, we just, have I know, I know, I know. you know, it's, I mean, it's fine. Everybody, I don't know why you love that song. I mean, we all were, we all have different tastes. There were several bands on my list that you couldn't understand why sure. I like. So I mean, it's I just, know, just yeah. the way it works. It's just that there's such um, fandom around Radiohead, and I'm like, what am I missing in like this entire time? Like, again, well, it's the same way though. I mean, I listen to like some, like some of their stuff either, right? I like okay. some of their stuff. I didn't like anything I heard off of that album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I just don't understand the fandom around them. I'm not saying they're a yeah. bad band because there's obviously a lot of talent there. But to me, I just don't understand the fandom level, the the tenacity of the fans. I just don't yeah. get it. I mean, yeah, they're they're just one of those bands that people do latch on to when they really like them. It's not like they're another one that doesn't. Yeah. It's seems not like, like you listen to them on the radio or anything like that. Either. Seems like they're pretty hot or cult. Like you either love them or you really don't like them. Yeah. I just like to me when That's I think not surprised of, you like any of it. Quite frankly, I like some of it. Like I, I think they just seem he's like he's good with the falsetto. Sometimes I think a lot of times it's just not catching at all. It doesn't catch me at all. It just seems like it'd be yeah. an incredibly boring concert. Like you know, I don't know. Oh, you, I, I, I don't totally think he, I don't think it's that. fair to say that about anybody live because you can do so much live that you can't just true. On studio That's album. true. Yeah. No, I, I love going to that concert. That was one of my favorite concerts I've been to, and that uh, was actually honestly before that concert's what made me a bigger fan of them. That's happened a couple times. That actually kind of happened with Muse too. Yeah. Like going yeah. there seems to make a difference. Definitely True. did for Muse. Cause yeah. I like, I liked the one album that's your favorite that I can't mm. remember the name of. Yeah. Your favorite Muse album. Your favorite Muse album. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I liked that one. Black Holes and Revelations. No. No. That's not the one you said was your favorite album. What, resistance? Yes. No, resistance. you're right. Res- it was Resistance. Never mind. I liked that album all the way through and mm-hmm. went to that concert and actually, <laughs> yeah, I went to that concert and then I went, good God, I know all of these songs just about, except yeah. for the stuff off the new album. But, well, so anyway, it's, it's interesting. Long and short about this band, I mean, if you like, if you want more traditional, um, tradition, and that doesn't mean it has to be like, you know, chorus, <laughs> you know, lyrics, chorus, whatever, whatever you want to describe it. Right. They're not very conventional, which they I can appreciate. They are conventional if you go to their first three albums. Yeah, right. Those are conventional. But after the first three albums, and which, I, I would venture to say anything, Thomas, that you like is probably mostly from that. There may be an occasional album. Which they hate the to play ones. this stuff from those, th- those three albums, right? Uh, not so much OK Computer. They'll play stuff from that, but they don't really play, they don't play anything like off the album that had Creep on it. They don't play anything off of Pablo Honey. And that's probably the most standard alternative rock band sounding album they had. Right. Yeah, abs- it's got to be. And then their second their second album is similar. Ben's is kind of alternative sounding. Uh, I mean, for the most part it is. And then Terrible OK album. Computer kind of 
kind of mixes in. Yeah. Well, it's Which interesting. To, to the Benz. Oh, man. That's one of my favorites <laughs> of theirs by far. The division between the, you know, your two musical styles. Yeah. Now that we've, you know, examined th- two legs of this three-legged operation. Yeah. You guys have very different styles. Yeah, and mostly. Dustin is the more one love for Our Lady Peace. Dustin yeah. is more. Dustin's, I would say, for lack of a better term, is more lackadaisical style of music. It's um, slower. It's probably fair to say. Um, not as. Uh, maybe it's probably less traditional. Radiohead, less too. traditional. Not as much chorus versus chorus. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. And Thomas is more aggressive rock. You know, in a lot of ways. Some of it. I mean, yeah. And I mean, they're both produced. It doesn't all have to be traditional to be. Uh, you know what I mean? Rock that I like. Yeah, I know. But right. I'm just saying, you you tend to have focus on a more aggressive style. Yes. Dustin's is more of a lackadaisical, laid back, and have a mint and julep style. <laughs> you know. The three I've listened to of Radiohead like intently is Amnesiac, which I like one song on that album. Yeah, that's probably my least favorite. Of uh, the Bends and um, that one that I deleted the first time I heard it. I forget what it's called. Uh, if you're talking about King of Limbs, that's my that one. second least favorite album. That one. I listened to it one time through and then just deleted it. I'm surprised you wouldn't it. like the bands because that's very standard alternative rock sound. It just surprises me. But anyway, I mean, they're big. If I need it, to listen to OK Computer and uh, what's the other one? The other big one? Um, I don't know. Maybe Kid A? Kid A. Yeah, I need to listen to those. Kid A is pretty non-traditional, too. I don't know if you like that one. but I just said I need to listen to them. Yeah. OK Computer is like their... Their big, big album that everybody always says, you know. That's Kid A. Is the one that they got them the big fandom, I guess I'll say. Right. The band started it a little bit, but OK Computer's the one that really got the big fandom going. And then they uh, released the couple albums after, like Hell to the Thief and, Kid, and well, Amnesiac and Kid A, after OK Computer really changed up their sound quite a bit. But anyway, that's my list, and we'll see if we ever hear Mark's. All right. It'll be interesting. Gasoline. Probably not. High five. Outgo, all right, all right, gasoline, gasoline, high five, high five, outgo, 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 out. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> you were playing it. I'd Come on. Doing that. <laughs> I thought you were going to play it. So. No. Amazing. <laughs> at any rate, you can call us at 469-665-9827. Yeah. Okay. You can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. You can find us at myspace slash thebreakroom.com dot com slash thebreakroom. <laughs> Apparently, the new MySpace launched today, courtesy of uh, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Justin, I have a new terrible album, Timberlake. Well, his music's never been great. Love him. Anyway. I disagree. His, I've actually thought no. his no. first or second no. solo album was really good. No. This new album is horrible, though. I've never perfect liked example of shit you would like that I have no idea why you would like yeah. it. That tuxedo song is awful. Yes, it is. Oh my god, it's I horrible. don't even know it. I don't. I don't want to say I love his album. I just think yes. I think he has talent. It's not like I don't sit there and listen to the JT album all day. Yeah. I mean, like once a day, maybe. But <laughs> not all day. Anyway, ridiculous. <laughs> you can find us at uh, the facebook.com slash breakroom show. We never update it anymore. Uh, at least I don't. Do we have um, a Facebook? I didn't even know we had a Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, we do. Look at that. You've never been listening to the credits. That's true. Twitter.com slash The Break Room at The Mark at WS9, the WS9775 and at Naveed Central for all Naveed Central needs. And <laughs> next week is the big uh, slumber party show. We didn't even talk about it earlier, but oh, yeah. um, we're going to have probably Zed. Probably going to be a disaster. Uh, probably, as That's always. Okay. It's going to be at least us three. You're going to feature Thomas <laughs> Maybe. and Dustin and Mark. 
Uh, and we're going to have uh, old Mike Stefan Mike, lost in Sweden, live in studio. He's coming in just for this show, and then he's immediately flying back to Sweden. Thomas is immediately taking him to the airport right after right. the show. Exactly. No matter how drunk he is. Exactly. No matter Sounds how drunk. safe. Uh, what he's else? got to go uh, right then. Stuff. We've got a variety of topics that we're uh, procuring and handling and massaging and masturbating into a fine, fine show. That'll actually cover the and next... fine powder. The next two shows. It actually, it's going to be uh, next week's show, which will be on Saturday, which will release sometime that day, and then the following Thursday will be the second part of that show. So, there you go. Good I'll go out. God. Gasoline. Uh. High five.
Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room. 